conference edition of NBA Artender or NBA Bartender. We're still working that out. Uh, hopefully the first podcast in history where people compare NBA teams to alcoholic beverages. I'm your host, Brandon Boyd, and I'm joined by two of my dearest friends in this world. Jordan Coots is joining us from San Diego, San Diego, I'm sorry, California, and previous podcast guest Caleb Clearman is joining us from Portland, Oregon, but soon to be a squad, different situation going on there. Uh, gentlemen, how are we? I'm doing good. perfect. Great, great. I'm, I'm happy to uh, talk about basketball and, more importantly, alcohol. Yeah, we do both of these things uh, over group text a lot, so it's it's time we, we finally, you know, used our, our vocal cords to do this. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so we're all responsible adults here, so I've encouraged uh, an accompanying, accompanying beverage from everybody. Jordan, I'm going to guess that you're rocking a nice set of Smith & Forges, and by the burp that you just had in the pre-show meeting, I think I'm right. Uh, I'm rocking with Ace Pumpkin Hard Cider. Holy. Get my hair white girl out. Yeah, it's pretty tasty, actually. That sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah, very good. Huh. Uh, and Caleb, Where are you going with? Caleb, you're enjoying some some previously undiscovered by mankind double digit alcohol percentage IPA. Uh, not not quite, <laughs> not quite. That was a good guess, but uh, I'm going for the uh, grapefruit and chill hard cider. Pretty good if you haven't tried it. Where's that from? Chilling. Really? Yeah. Huh. It also has this uh, fantastic recipe on the back that you mix this cider with tequila. Oh, oh I love that. Amazing. Great. Um, Sounds awesome. This summer I had an idea for a party called the uh, Ciders and Sliders Party. Uh, it's just grilling and, and good cider. That sounds really good. In about 15 years when I can afford uh, both a grill and <laughs> ciders, I, I can set that up for us. To it. Great, great. And um, I think Jordan tried to ask me what I was having, but thank you. Um, I'm also in the pumpkin zone. It's the Brooklyn Brooklyn Brewery Post Road Pumpkin Ale. And it's a mouthful. yeah, I gotta admit, it's not pumpkin y enough. Hmm. Like, it's, I feel like yeah. it's just one of their other beers with a different label on it. I'm not really a pumpkin guy, but I really enjoy this cider. The How season. is the uh, the East Coast craft beer scene? Um, not as developed. I will say that uh, you got to go. It's there's there's good pockets, but it's not as in your face. Like every every Albertsons is also doubling as a craft beer like hub, as it yeah, is yeah. on the West Coast. So we also don't have beers in like in grocery stores. So we're working on that. What? Yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, Puritan ideals out here. <laughs> Yeah. What is in the grocery stores then? <laughs> Just dairy products. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, pretty wow. wild. Um, so <laughs> we've already lost a lot of people, but that's okay. Uh, we're going to do NBA bartender. I said our tender, but I'm just going to say NBA bartender. I think that's better. Agreed? Yeah, I do too. Okay, yep. great. Um, NBA bartender is this really stupid, really awesome idea that Caleb and I kind of kicked around last year uh, about comparing NBA teams to adult beverages. Uh, we did it on a podcast that about four and a half people listen to, so hopefully expand our audience a little thanks, bit. Thanks, Mom. Yeah, thanks, Moms. They're, you're great. Uh, we happen to to love adult beverages, and we love the NBA, so this is the, the perfect marriage here. Um, the way this works is we're just going to spitball 
Eastern Conference teams today and then compare those teams to uh, beverages, alcoholic situations, things like that. I was going to say what are the parameters, uh, but parameters are stupid, so we're not going to have any. Um, as long as you can justify your comparison, it is good with me, and I'm sure good with you two. Right. Great. All right. So um, without further ado, I think, Jordan, you're going to start. You're going to start pick a team, and then we'll go Caleb and then myself chiming in on um, your pick and then also what we ended up going with for that particular team. Perfect. All right, let's get it going. Who you got, Koji? All right. Well, um, I'm going to start us off with, uh, let's go with Detroit. Ooh. Um, the Pistons. Yeah, I got them uh, with gin and tonic. Um, Explain not yourself. Not really sure how you guys feel about it, but uh, kind of liked it at first. I would order them quite a bit, but definitely not digging them now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll watch them and drink them, I guess, if they're given to me. But I just don't really know where they're going with this team. It's a lot of jumbled pieces to me. Yeah. And so, so, oh, that's, so that's the, pretty weird because I also had gin and tonic for wow. the Detroit Pistons. No So way. I'm glad we're agreeing there. Yeah. <laughs> what were your reasons? Uh, similar. Like, they lost their best shooter in Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who wasn't even that great of a shooter. And it, like you said, it's just jumbled pieces that... Yeah. I guess are okay, like, individually on paper, but when you put it all together, I'm not really sure how this team works. Right. Um, I was looking at some over-unders, and they're at 38.5, which is, if all the numbers work out, would be ninth place in the East, uh, right behind Charlotte. And it seems like maybe, maybe they could sneak into that eighth spot. I'm not really sure what the bottom of the Eastern Conference is going to look like. Yeah, yeah, I, I, um, I hate gin and tonics. I hate gin, <laughs> and I hate the Pistons. So I could, I could have said gin and tonic. That would have worked for me. There you go. Um, 39 and a half, way too high for this team. They are a travesty. They, uh, they were my last call, fireball shot team. In that, you are, in no way do you need. Reggie Jackson on your team, but it sounds good, right? Like you, you can talk yourself into it of like, oh, you know, that, that could be exactly what I need at, at 1.45 a.m. Um, and you go for it and then you just leave thinking, I just drank a little bit of Windex and I feel horrible. Uh, and then you're kind of stuck with that for the rest of the night in you that you made that stupid decision of, of ordering a fireball shot slash paying Reggie Jackson how much money yeah. they, they currently owe him. Yeah. But with that being said, like, they do have some pieces. Like, Reggie Jackson, like kind of Caleb was saying, on his own, can be good. Yeah, if it were like a one-on-one on one game, he would be really good. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's a, a trade to be made with this team. I don't know, like, what it is or who it's with, yeah. but it seems like they have pieces to do something. Well, remember exactly. at, the, at, the, at the deadline last year, you had the, the like, corresponding googly eye emoji between Isaiah Thomas and Drummond and for everyone in Boston thought that Drummond was going to be a Celtic for a hot sec. Um, so I think, I think Drummond's the guy, like if it's not working by now and you can't, you can't build around him and he's not your like Stan Van Gundy, like build around center with four shooters guy, time to move on. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know if Drummond's the guy to be dealt 
during the season this year. Maybe like afterwards, I think that would be obviously a good piece for a team to add. But to add a guy like Drummond to your team, going hopefully trying to make a playoff push, like that just doesn't seem like a guy you can incorporate right, right away. Um, so I think like maybe more Reggie Jackson or Avery Bradley, someone who uh, I don't know about Jackson, but at least Bradley, you can kind of just plug and play with him right there. You yeah. know what you're gonna get. Yeah, that Bradley contract is cheap too. That could be someone's perfect answer to to uh, needing yep. a, a two guard. Right. Great. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna move us along because that was way too much Detroit Pistons talk. Correct. Um, and I'm gonna go to a team that I mentioned earlier with the Charlotte Hornets. Ooh. And uh, my my NBA bartender for the Charlotte Hornets is uh, you're sitting on your couch and your friend comes over and he has a craft beer that you've never heard of and he really wants you to try it and you aren't so sure. Jesus Christ, we are so close on these picks so far. I I, I think I in the the rotation I'm next, so I'm I'm extremely yeah. close as well. It's uh, Jordan. I know you don't dabble in the beer world, but when you order a sour, and yeah. the first yeah. the first sip, you're like, oh, this is this is cool. I like this. It's like the same thing when you watch Dwight Howard play, like the first four or five games. You're like, oh my god, we got him for so cheap. He's he's like one of the few guys in the world who looks like this and can do these things. And then a few sips later, you're stuck with him and it just sucks. And you're like, I can't believe warmer and warmer and more sour. Exactly. And I can't believe I ordered this and paid like $9 for this, this monstrosity of a beer slash center. I did write down in my description, uh, um, one of the reasons I said the the craft brewery was, you've had a beer from this craft brewery and it was good, and that beer was Malik Monk. Oh, <laughs> be still, my beating heart. Yeah. You're not you're not a Malik Monk guy. No, I want him to be good more than I think I want my child one day to be good. But he, uh, I, I I think he's a little tortured in that situation. I don't think he's gonna hit the ball enough. I think he's taking twenty five shots a game in preseason. <laughs> Yeah, and then Kemp, I swear to God. <laughs> Kemp is going to remind him real quick that that's, that's not how this yeah, flies around here. For sure. Uh, oh, man. Jordan, you're up. What do you got? Yeah. Um, I said what I imagine a size on beer would be like. Wow. So, <laughs> right wow. on the same guidelines. Like, an absolute experience is what I'm expecting. I have no idea what I'm going to get, but I think it's going to be crazy. Um, I just really don't hope it's bland. So I think that's the way it's trending. Um, that, that bland version. Wow. Uh, you two are in perfect synchrony so far. I can't wait yeah. to see how this goes. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, Charlotte's, Charlotte's going to be good. They're going to they're gonna make the playoffs. They're going to be interesting. The Batum injury sucks, but um, yeah. the, you, you can only go so far with Dwight Howard and your team. It's been pretty right. uh, Over Over under for the Hornets is 42 and a half. So uh, you're taking over there. Sadly, yeah. Was, yeah, it might it might be right around that. Yeah, yeah, that's the, pretty close. The Batum I think with number. Batum, it goes yeah. up. Hmm. Yeah. Got it's it. Sad. All right, let's uh, let's move on. My pick is uh, let's go to the Atlanta Hawks. My my comparison here is um, anyone who's been to the establishment Rhine House in Seattle. Uh, oh, yes. You order like the house 
beer and you have like one or two of them and you're like, this is awesome. And then it just sits in your stomach and it just, it does not bode well for the rest of your evening. Uh, that heavy ass German lager is the, not heavy, but similarly daunting German point guard, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, when Dennis Schroeder's your best player, it's awesome in the sense of like, oh, I wish this team could just win and like have actual results, but but uh, you're not going anywhere. You're you're doomed to fail when Dennis Schroeder is your is your uh, your best point or best player, and you're doomed to fail when you have too much German lager in your night. So so Brandon, uh, I know you have a all star bet about Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Is this the is this the year? It better be, because if it's not this year, then I really gotta like yeah. move to Mexico or something. This, this year winds up for gotta be. To just take twenty shots a game and have seven or eight assists, and like, he, he's the only guy on their team that's worth anything. Yeah, yeah, Matt Gebert, if you're listening, um, hopefully this is the year. For those of you who don't know, which is pretty much everybody. I have a bet that if, if Dennis Schroeder doesn't make an all-star game in my life, that I have to name my firstborn child Matt, after my good friend Matthew Gebert. Um, and obviously the opposite is true if, if Schroeder makes an all-star game. So, yeah, big Dennis Schroeder fan, but I, I am fully aware of his, of his limitations. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be Jordan, who is your, yes. who's your Hawks. So a couple nights ago, I think I sent out a Snapchat that had me and others slapping the bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brandon like texted me saying, uh, I wonder who your pick is going to be for slapping the bag. And it just happens to be Atlanta. Um, my reasons where it's, it's for me, it's not really a place where I want to be. And that's what it kind of seems like where Atlanta's at. Um, Does this mean you're moving to Atlanta because you, you clearly do want to be there? still have some good pieces i'm really interested in deandre benbury yes um and i think john collins could be a really good player um and i'm a huge baseball fan um but i think you know this is just not a spot where they want to be kind of stuck between can we push for i don't know if they'll make a playoff position but they have the i think they have the will to um with some of the guys on their squad um my my pick for the hawks was shock top and my reasoning was because three years ago, when you first started getting into craft beer, you were like, Shock Top is awesome. And three years have gone by, and you now realize that Shock Top is disgusting, just like the Atlanta Hawks. Is Shock Top tanking as a brand? Is that what's happening? Uh, maybe. I mean, three years ago, the they're just, Hawks. They're just trying to get good hops. games and were one of the most entertaining regular season teams we've seen in the last 10 years and here we are three years later and they're probably not going to win 30 games remember when the the nba did that be better than that but yeah remember when the nba did that cop-out move of giving like all five hawk starters player of the month or something yeah now none of them are on the team (laughs) incredible um everyone forgot to mention that torian prince is is he might be my new overreact and call that person a future all-star player. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Stay tuned. It's a little out there. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it, Jordan. You're up next. All right. Um, 
let's do the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, I think this team is going to... I think we're going to have a lot of different answers here. Yeah, I think it's going to pull up some heartstrings, though. I know we got some Bucks fans. Um, I went with Atlas Palm Cherry Hard Cider because I love that shit. Um, it, can you say it slower really... so we can maybe pick up a sponsor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlas Palm Cherry Hard Cider. Great. Bend That's Oregon. stuff. Yeah. Um, it's just like an ideal combination of what you want. Um, not only a beverage, but as a team. Um, and they're up and comer. Uh, I think kind of like cider is in this uh, day and age. Uh, they're going to be really fun to watch. Uh, everyone on their team, uh, at least who starts, I think is going to be is going to be really good in the future. And then they got some veteran presence. Um, so yeah, I like where they're at. Uh, Jordan and I are right on the same wavelength mm-hmm. again, and I went with my most recent go-to drink, which is just a classic margarita. Ooh. There you go. And uh, I I said that because I think the Milwaukee Bucks are going to be my go-to league pass team this year. Yeah. I can't wait to watch Giannis. I, I'm really curious to see how Brogdon develops. Uh, Jabari hopefully can stay on the court for more than like a month and a half. And I think the Bucks could maybe get the three seed in the East. I'm going to go that far. Wowzers. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Don't forget about Gary Payton there. Oh yeah, go beefs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah, we're gonna have Gary Anderson on the podcast next week to explain his decision, but oh, that's a, <laughs> a whole different issue. Uh I like the Bucks call and I think Caleb, your your drink could fit inside of, of mine. I'll explain myself. I don't know if either of you have been oh, to, yeah. to Vegas, but in in Vegas or in, in other strange parts of the world, you can buy these like large plastic cylinders um that are upwards of like two yards long. And then fill them with frozen drinks, and they're delicious and like obviously unique because they're so long. And I think that that is the the Milwaukee Bucks. You can fill them with margarita if you if you so please. But they're long. They are like just entertaining. You want to you want to sit there and like really just watch this team. Maybe not this year, but the next couple years as they develop and and Giannis Antetokounmpo continues to take over the world slowly but surely. Currently wearing his jersey right now. Um, but yeah, I think that this team is, is built on a certain philosophy of how they want everyone to, to be long defensively and create havoc. And, and yeah. it's, it's great. I, I think Jabari Parker is the linchpin though. Uh, it, it's, it's yeah. either, I would agree. He takes the next step and puts this team over or, or takes the next step and tears his ACL literally. Yeah. Or takes one more step down a set of stairs and, and hurts himself and, and or just doesn't take the next step, and he's the trade piece that that figures something new out for them. Are you guys big on Thon Maker? Now that I know I how to know pronounce his last Thon name, Maker. not big enough. Uh, I think he could really be something. He's fun. He's just like he's just like long and athletic, and I don't really know what position he is, but he does stuff. He was good in the playoffs last year. He uh, apparently his last name is pronounced McCour or McCur. Oh. Well, sorry to Thon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to, to Thon and the McCore family for, for all that we've done. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm all in, especially if Middleton, like Middleton getting hurt last year, in addition to Par- yeah. Parker, really stifled them and that team still was able to make the playoffs. So yeah, I don't know. The three seed is, is scary, but the East is also uh, a dumpster fire. So who knows? Right. 
Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, let's let's get into some of the uh, the top dogs here in the East, and I'm going to go with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And my drink of choice for the Cleveland Cavaliers, which may turn some heads, was the Jello shot. <laughs> I am excited. Uh, I said the Jello shot that your friend makes with just a bunch of Everclear. Hell yeah! And you you take like two as soon as you get to the party, and in thirty minutes you're either just gonna be a nightmare, or it's gonna be really good. Uh, opening day of this team is gonna start. Dwayne Wade and D Rose in the backcourt, and they might give up 240 points. And it's not 2009. Exactly. Yeah. I I, I like I it. Mean, I mean, the the like peak Cavs starting five is crazy and could be anyone, but I don't know. Like, is Isaiah Thomas going to be Isaiah Thomas this year? Remains to be seen. Yeah. But I think that D Rose. Well. I think he's a pretty good backup piece to him, you know, if Isaiah's not rolling. Um, they're both, uh, they have similar games in that they both attack the basket. I know last year Isaiah was number one in, um, I think, inside the paint or inside eight feet, and D-Rose was three, obviously, if they both stay healthy. In terms of, but, like, attempts? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right, because it's not like Rose could hit a shot from anywhere else, but that's a different story. Uh my Cavs pick, well, first of all, on the Jello Shots front, with Jello Shots, they're, just in my own empirical evidence, there doesn't seem to be an in-between between the Everclear situation that Caleb described and the, oh my god, I think I've had 40 of these and I don't, I don't feel anything yeah. situation. Um, so, yeah, someone's got to do Jello Shots correctly. It seems like it's either one or the other. But my Cavs drink, and I... Don't particularly enjoy. I actually hate this drink, but it. Uh, I think it, it fits here. Is a stiff, stiff AM post bender Bloody Mary. In that they kind of got rocked by the Warriors last year. It was you could argue like things go one or two different ways. Durant doesn't hit that three. In what was that game? Three, yeah, game three last year that, you know, the series goes a different direction. I hear you on that. Um, but they had literally no answer for Golden State on defense last year. And that ultimately and they got was worse the... defensively. <laughs> yes, they sure did. They got more drunk defensively. But they... I don't know if they did, but fair enough. But they're, they're getting after it this year of just like, we had to overhaul. We're going to add in all these different pieces. Jose Calderon, come on board. Jay Crowder, come on board. Like, they they did so much just in terms of, like, here's more bodies. We'll see if this works. Um, and, like, they're the Cavs. They're going to make the finals. It's just you have, you know, basically 100 games to figure out uh, who's going to play with LeBron to beat or to, like, contend with the Warriors. So, yeah, they're, they're right back on the horse after, after a, a brutal, brutal hangover um, running from the finals last year. Are, are you guys uh, in in the theory that there's a trade, another trade here with the Cavs, and that Boogie might be the piece? Yeah. Um, it's, it's way too early to tell. I think Cleveland's going to actually come out hot. I don't think there's going to be much of a hangover. And um, I don't think they're going to need to move too many pieces around. I think they'll be confident heading into playoffs. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think... I think LeBron has a pretty good sense of, um, like, who is worth playing with and not, and I don't think Boogie would, would cross his list of, of people he wants to, to waste his time on. Yeah, that's possible. Yep. All right, Jordan, fill, so, out, fill out the order uh, for us. My pick's a lengthy one. I said a fishbowl mango strawberry Cadillac margarita with oh, tahini wow. on the rim. Sign wow. me up. Oh, yeah. Yep. Can we split one uh, of those, like, the next time we see each other? <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, I just think they have so much talent. They're so deep. Basically everything that you guys said. Um, I think it's a great combination. Um, you have some defensive pieces that you added in Crowder, um, who I think his versatility is going to allow LeBron to do a lot more, maybe offensively, take the load off, off of him defensively. Um, and that gives you another another guy who can guard maybe even down to the one position. Um, so when you're talking about defending Golden State, you know, you do have liabilities there with Rose and then IT at the at the point. But if you can switch someone down and maybe Rose can guard the two, if you want to leave them on the court in crunch time minutes, I don't know if that's going to happen. But uh, it he does might be the only person in America that still believes in Derrick Rose, though. Uh, that's not true. Just look at Tyron Lue. He <laughs> believes in him. But, uh, no, I there's think, there's I think an SAT have... proctor in in Chicago that's still there. <laughs> that's true too. Um, no, I think he's gonna have a good year, but I think Cleveland's gonna be the team in the East for sure. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, the Cavs are gonna be fun this year. I I can't wait to see how it works. Um, yep. Especially once they get Isaiah back and they have way too many point guards and Jose Calderon <laughs> looks around confused as to what he signed up for. Uh, I think Caleb, you picked that one, right? You picked the Cavs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that would be me next. And uh, it's time. We're talking about the Bulls. Okay. And oh, yeah. so, so some context to our listeners. Jordan is a, is, it has family ties to, to the Chicago area, big Bulls fan growing up. Um, you know, who could forget the, the 96 finals when Jordan was three years old, just loving it the entire time. Um, Huge fan ever since. High point of his life. Yeah, really, oh, yeah. really peak fandom. But anyway, so the Bulls um, are going to be just atrocious this year. Um, I'm, 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 I don't know who they would promote as like their star player, which sounds like a very archaic uh, notion uh, that yeah, you have I was to do that. Ask that. That question of if if the NBA was like MLB. And there had to be an all-star from every team. Who is the Bulls all-star? Benny. It's gotta be Levine. It's Benny. Benny. <laughs> it's 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 the red stuffed bull that that throws popcorn in people's faces. He's the best mascot in the game. Um, that's how bad it is. So, anyways, my my comparison with with the Bulls is similar to what Caleb had for God. Who do we start with? It was the. Pistons. The Pistons, yeah, similar to Kale's yeah. Piston pick, but it's it's your buddy's homebrew, and he's been working on it for a while, and he's really proud of it, and you smell this it, and you you smell it, and you're like, this is this is this is awful, and he's like, no, come on, try it, and then you try it, and it's actually worse than than you thought it was gonna be before you <laughs> smelled it. Um, it's they're gonna be so so bad. It's it's not even like yeah. like there's other teams in the league that are young, but their pieces kind of like they gel and they make sense. With the Bulls, it's just like 
let's throw Zach Levine in here. Let's throw let's throw Chris Dunn. How could those two ever play together? Eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like it's it's gonna be so bad. And that, like Levine isn't even healthy, and he's yeah. the most exciting player. And like like I, I think the Bulls are just gonna have to turn every game into a halftime dunk contest to get people to stay for the games. Possible. Sorry, Jordan, but that's, just, uh, that's the state of affairs. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm on those on those same lines there. Uh, I said so. If, if for those listening, if they don't know me, um, I'm intolerant to beer. Basically, I can't drink beer. So um, my uh, my pick for the Chicago Bulls was myself shotgunning beers at six thirty. Oh, AM or PM. My, here, I'll just, I'll just might as well what my, my pick is right now, and it's uh, it. the, the beer that Jordan shotgun immediately <laughs> threw back up. Yeah, there's just no going back. Like, I, it seemed like a good idea, and I think that's what the front office was thinking. Like, we got to get Jimmy out here because, you know, like, he's causing havoc in the locker room or whatever story you want to believe. And we're going to try to get as much back for him as we can. Um, but it's just, it's a dumpster fire they're screwed um and just like me yakking at 8 a.m or p.m like they're gonna be terrible right off the bat yeah Yeah, i don't i don't really have much to add i think you guys (laughs) nailed it this team this team sucks i think i think the only thing you could add is that it wasn't actually just the homebrew it was the homebrew plus the puke in the homebrew um (laughs) (laughs) it's Uh, (laughs) it's that bad yeah um Go Bulls, though. I'm not looking forward to it. Uh, I like the the thing about the Bulls is that it is 2017. It'll be 2018 by the end of the season. They are in a position where they can't even be good until like 2021. Like that. That's yeah. At the earliest, which probably yeah. isn't even you know. So it's it's a bad state of affairs. Um, but hang in there, Jordan. Yeah. And on that note, you're up. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's go, uh, Miami Heat. Okay. Uh, so I, I like the Heat. Um, I think more than a lot of people do. That's why my, my drink of choice here, uh, is Tisdale $2.38 wine from Winco. Uh, oh, I like it a lot. I'm not really sure my, why more people don't buy it. Um, might just be me, but, but I like it. It's because it's 38 Um, cents too expensive. (laughs) Yeah. It's cheap, so you can really like I don't know. There's no parameters for it. You can you can play slow, they can play fast, but they're gonna be crazy. And uh, I feel like that's what two dollar wine does to me. Who who on the Heat would most endorse this this wine? I think you can you can pick that one out for yourself. <laughs> it's gotta be Dion. Yeah, I don't know. James Johnson's nickname is Bloodsport. I think he would love <laughs> love two dollar thirty eight cent wine. Are, yeah. are the uh, Heat a playoff team this year? Yes. I think they are for sure. All yeah, in on the Heat. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what to uh, what to make of the Heat. Uh, like when you're relying on Dion Waiters to make big shots, that's either going to go really well or just really poorly. And uh, I like I like drafting Bam. I think him and uh, Hassan are basically the same person, just like running around, causing havoc down low, trying to block shots, and all they know how to do on offense is dunk basketball. So 
those two could be fun together. I don't know if they're ever going to be on the court at the same time, but I'm really hoping it happens. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't consider Hassan Whiteside, Whiteside as a potential mentor to anyone. Um, but I think that he could honestly, like the first time Bam Adebayo dribbles in practice, Hassan Whiteside should just be like, dude, listen, it took me like seven years in the D league to figure out, just don't do that. Um, and now, now I make like 25 million a year. So cut it out. So yeah, I, I like that. The, the heat is so fun. I, I think there's so many likable players and Spolster is a great coach and, um, the, the, the players tribune piece that Dion waiters wrote last year, where he said fucking overtime, like he, he, it was one of the more inspirational things I've ever written in my life. Um, so I'm all in on the heat. I, I considered them my round of tequila shots team where the rest of the East is like pretty either like boring or not very good or like kind of limited. The heat, like you're, you walk into a bar and you're just like, all right, like we got to get this going we're taking around tequila shots. Like whoever's here, don't worry about how much this costs. Like, let's just get this going. We're going to have a lot of fun. This team's like, you know, kind of an odd mix and matching of, of, of talent. Um, but it is talented and, and like, it's, it's going to be a fun season to watch it all come play out. Like, like, I mean, think about it. Like they're, they're five Drogic waiters, like newly enlightened waiters, James Johnson, um, you know, figured out at the four, like Olenek. oh yeah Kelly, uh, wizards ki- wizards kill- killer Kelly Olenek. Winslow's in there yeah. sometimes too yeah like yeah. there's so many good pieces there um yeah like uh, Ennis and and Richardson like they they're they are yep. full of of good to to pretty good players um yeah I'm I'm a big Heat fan if you can't tell for sure yeah great call great call. Uh, Caleb, you are. Am, am you are I next. Up? Yep. All right. Should we should we get into it and uh, trust the process a little bit? Let's let's yeah. process. Well, okay. Uh, my uh, Philadelphia 76ers drink of choice is um, one of those flaming shots. <laughs> I don't really know what they are, but it it looks amazing, and sometimes it could just go horribly wrong. But I'm so excited to watch this team. I think the uh, there's a, a little too much hype. Like we haven't even seen oh, yeah. Fultz or Simmons play basketball yet. Like I'm assuming they're going to be pretty good, but and their college teams won like 22 combined games. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I know that. With I mean, last year they were one of the best league pass teams. You just would flip them on and Embiid's running around doing crazy stuff. And but, it's only going to be better this year. Right. But it was even kind of hard to like find Embiid. Like you only played 20 minutes. So you had to, to watch the whole game just to see the, the minutes that he was on. Um, there was that, that stretch during the middle of the season last year where it seemed like he was just the best basketball player of all time though. Yeah. <laughs> like his, his per 36 numbers were like, 30, 32, 15, and 5. Like, it was it was nuts. Um, yeah. I saw him live against the, the Celtics last year, and he for, was on the field or on the court for 26 minutes and was, like, easily one of the top 10 most dangerous players in the league. Like, he, there was no, there's no answer to 7-2 to si- to and that skilled. What do you think about that contract? 
pretty wacky, which gets me into my uh, into my my drink here. If if you're ready to move on, Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. I had something for the Sixers, and then the the NB contract inspired me, um, and then the Fultz like jump shot inspired me. Of yeah, like, that was bad. <laughs> Apparently his shoulder hurts, and that's why he's doing the weirdest thing ever. You, you know, instead of like just not playing, he has now made his jump shot into the weirdest. Go watch Marco Fultz shoot a shoot a free throw, everybody. But uh, my Sixers comparison is what you know, like you get a job, and obviously you want to celebrate. You get into grad school, you want to celebrate. Um, you want to like go crazy because you earned it. The Sixers are drinking for the interview. Like they they got the interview that they might get the job. And are just going nuts, and they haven't even got it yet. But they are pretending like they they have nailed it already, and like are celebrating, and like this is it. You know, we're gonna contend in the East, and it's like you're probably yeah, was, you're probably I was not. Saying, like this could go horribly wrong. It really could. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like like Fultz does not look as good as other point guards that were have been drafted, and. Like Ben Simmons might not be able to shoot, and Ben Simmons might be the better point guard. Right. So yeah. it, it's weird. And Embiid could get hurt again. Like it's so they all could. Is so up in yeah. the air. Yeah. All yeah, of them the, could. The injuries are what what scares me the most. Like Fultz, you just said his shoulders hurting. Like, and you, you just don't know with with feet with Embiid and Simmons, someone that big. That's just. That's a lot, and Embiid, the way he runs, like the guy, the guys that I see who are that big, who just kind of like they're just kind of heavy when they run. I don't know that that really scares me. Um, obviously, he's one of the best players in the league when he's healthy. But I, I, lo- I love the the insider information applying applying some grad school knowledge to to the situation. <laughs> uh, barely, no, yeah. barely grad school level there. You're the you're the Stefania Bell of of this podcast. Oh man, let's see. Um, Yeah, so mine was just kind of classic one here. I I had vodka shots. Like they'll (laughs) they'll amp you up, but um, and make you feel good. But we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, Expectations are always through the roof um, for vodka, but afterwards you have no idea what's gonna. I think so. At least for me, I'm stoked on them. When I when I'm looking at a vodka shot, I'm looking at like just a pool of shame at that point. <laughs> oh, Something has gone wrong in my night if I'm looking at a vodka shot. Oh, well, what about, like, before your night has started? Pre-game. Yeah, I mean, there's a time and a place. Yeah. Yeah. True. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah ex- super excited about the Sixers. Hope, they, hope it works well. Trust me on that. But but uh, I have my, my reservations. Mm-hmm. Go Robert Covington. Big Bob. He's my favorite player on that team. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Is it Brandon's pick? Uh, did you did you just trust the process, Caleb? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah, then that would be me. Um, 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 since I can walk to their under construction practice facility, I'm gonna go with the Celtics. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. Yeah, lots has changed. Last year's Celtics team was a lot of fun, um, but it is literally an entirely new team. Marcus Smart is your like senior veteran on the team, and in terms of experience with with playing with Brad Stevens, and there's just a lot of turnover. 
the Celtics are it's more of a situation here, but it's like a it's it's like a a party that someone is hosting and none of the guests that are invited really know each other. So imagine like your first grad school party, your first like post college like meeting new friends party and it's BYOB. And so everyone brings like something just kind of like, oh, I like this. I don't know anyone else at this party. I hope they like this. Um, but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring, you know, like mint schnapps. Why not? I have it. Like, let's just see how this goes. I'm going to bring. Boston Celtic is bringing mint schnapps to the party. <laughs> uh, I can point to one. He's in Somerville right now. But yeah, uh, there's. Yeah, so like it, it just it's just such a such a crapshoot, and it's gonna be good. Like you know, you're gonna have a good time. There's too much talent. There's too much booze at this party, essentially, uh, to not have it work. But it's still gonna you're gonna have this like weird first half an hour. Like no one really knows what to do. Like some people kind of hit it off, but other you know other people are like, well, I'm trying to feel the situation out. Um, it's, there's just, there's too much new there and not even like new people, but just like new basketball styles. Like Gordon Hayward's never played with anyone like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's never played with a, with a coach like Brad Stevens, who actually like has a plan and wants things done a certain way. Um, so yeah, it's, there's just a lot to figure out. And by the end of it, it's going to be a great party. And you know, the, this team might have a chance at the finals. I don't know, but, but, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they get there. Um, I kind of went along those, it's me, right? I think so. Yes. Um, I went along those same lines. Uh, I think this team has the most, like, I think the widest range. Um, I think they could be really, really good. And then I also think people could overreact and, um, you know, if they don't get off to a good start, I think, I think it could go poorly for them. Um, I, I just went with your classic AMF. Um, there's a player at every position on this team that I like, um, and AMF is just filled with so many different components. Um, I think it's going to be really fun. I really do think they're going to be a really fun team to watch. Uh, but like I said, if they don't pan out at first, kind of like when, uh, LeBron and, uh, Bosch went to Miami at first and they weren't too hot that first half, three quarters of the season. Yeah. I think people, you know, they rush to judgment, and I think the same thing could happen with Boston. Uh, so I, I took a little bit different approach than you guys did to this. Um, you know, for the last few years, we've we've been hearing about the Celtics having all these draft picks and what is Danny Ainge planning. And I feel like this is kind of the culmination of the plan and my drink of choice for the Boston Celtics is that 19... 19- 60 bottle of red wine that Danny Ainge has had in his wine cellar forever and he just popped the cork and he finally pulled the trigger and made some moves and wound up with Kyrie Irving and got Gordon Hayward and I think this basketball team is going to be really 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 good and I think they're better than the Cavs right now I really do think that wow Whoa. easy there all right yeah did, I think you guys are both right that there's there's a lot of pieces and the learning curve is going to be pretty steep, but they're going to play defense. They're going to be able to score. I don't know if the Cavs are going to be able to play defense. Yes, they still have LeBron James, but I mean, true. I can confirm this, those reports. This Boston team has so many weapons. They can score from five different spots on the floor. 
and it seems like it could be a different guy every night that's leading the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're not in like that, that oh, or what would they be, like 2014 Hawks mold where there's it's like no stars, but they get they like just a really good team. They might be the really good team that also has has stars based off of like how everything vibes and how deep they are. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. The question is, like you mentioned, Danny has a 1960 bottle that he just uncorked. First of all, I think it would be like more of a, a 28, but that's just that's just me. Um, is if he goes back deeper in the closet, is there like a special humidifier that's currently keeping an Anthony Davis sized bottle of wine uh, corked corked somewhere? That's that's my question. I see. I I think I think earlier in the summer that could have been a possibility, but. I think the the Kyrie trade kind of puts that all to bed. Really, I think he still's got the pieces to make that move. Yeah, yeah, I think he can do it. When the Pelicans, I, don't know if it'll I think that had to be done before this draft when you had that that number one pick. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, when they when they can offer like the second pick next year, coupled with the nineteen Clippers pick or whatever they have. Or the the Grizzlies pick, pick your poison. I think, relative to how how bad things are going to get in New Orleans, that that right. pick that pick or that trade is going to look just See, fine. I I still think Boogie is the the piece that moves there. I I wouldn't trade Anthony Davis. I don't think they like similar to the Cavs. I don't know if the, the Celtics would would take Boogie. Yeah, they've they've they they, to... they could have had Boogie so many times. I think if they really yeah. really wanted to push the chips in. Um, All right. I yeah, mean, that's that's why I think maybe that is another reason this trade doesn't happen. I don't know. To me, Anthony Davis is still untradeable. I don't think there's really anything out there that warrants giving up that kind of talent. Yeah. Well, when your when your ownership group is in shambles and your team is hot garbage, I think you can be forced into decisions. So we'll see. I think when we talk about the, the, the Pelicans, we might talk ourselves into, wow, they really have to blow this thing up. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, things are things are not great in New Orleans. Sneaky, sneaky future Sonics uh, there, the New Orleans Pelicans. Ooh. I'd we'll, be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be okay with anything. I think, I think we, would, we would all be good with that. Um, yep. Stay tuned. Jordan, you're, uh, you're next to the bar. All right. Um... I'm gonna go next on my list. Uh, one Caleb does not want to talk about. Let's go Orlando. Yes, totally fine. All right, talking let's about this see here. Um, a, a terrible team, <laughs> at least last year. But uh, I would my my drink. I went with uh, Tom Collins because I really have no idea what that is. But <laughs> I kind of like it this year. <laughs> <laughs> that um, <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because I was about to be like, what the hell is a Tom Collins? Yeah, uh, I've heard it before, and it's the name of my grandpa, uh, who goes by Vincent, but I I've, I have no idea what it is. Um, and I think Orlando is going to have no idea what they are this year. Um, I like some of their pieces. When but... was the last time Orlando knew what they were? <laughs> yeah, uh, they, are, they are a stale Tom Collins. Yeah, <laughs> stale. Yeah. I like that. Fermented. The ice has melted in the Tom Collins. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I got you for you for, uh, for Orlando. Yeah. Similar, similar kind of, uh, methodology here. I have Orlando as the party cup. So you play, 
you play chandelier, rage cage, slap cup, whatever. In the middle of the in the middle of the cup table, there is a cup filled with like everything. <laughs> it it yeah. ranges from like beer and fireball and whatever's left on on tap to like human spit. Like there's just there's gonna end up with some stuff in there. Th- that's what this team is. There's just so much crap, and it's just it's it's yep. not it's not crap that blends together very well. Like. Like I'm just gonna name players here because I got the roster up, and think of how these players mesh together. Alfred Payton can't shoot, you know, has free throw inhibiting hair. Aaron Gordon also can't shoot; his hair is much less free throw inhibiting, but still has problems. Nikola Vucevic won't shoot; um, doesn't play defense. Evan Fournier not athletic enough to really be a top tier wing in this league. Bismack Biombo. Um, can't do anything offensively. Mario Hazonia, um, rest in peace, his career. Like, I can't believe he's he's this this devoid of stats at this point in his career. Aaron Aflalo is on this team. They signed Jonathan Simmons. We were, we were so high on Hazonia when he got drafted. Oh, my God. For just no, no reason at all. None. He just talked a bunch of crap. Yeah, he was just this, this like, like smack-talking European, like, Dunking, three point shooting. He was he was amazing. I still think there's a there's a chance. He's like Jimmer, um, but from the Eastern Bloc. And then Jonathan Isaac, who like I watched Jonathan Isaac play a couple times last year, and I was just what, ne- is, John, what is Jonathan Isaac? <laughs> exactly. I was like, just like is, I I, I never I never really got the whole whole thing. Mo Spates, Terrence Ross, like there's just so much. Yeah. They just started trading for. Things without a plan. Yeah, this is what happens when you do that. I think I think they're going to blow it up this year. They have I think to. They're going to say, All right, "We have a couple pieces that we like, and we're going to stick with them." I think they like Isaac for maybe the same reasons, like you drafted Giannis, like to see what he becomes in a few years. Um, but yeah, get rid of everyone, basically. I mean, last we heard, they still like Aaron Gordon, and what does Aaron Gordon do other than dunk? Yeah, Aaron Gordon, like you know what you're gonna get with him. But he he's there he's there like I don't know. I just feel like they don't have the equity. Like if Aaron Gordon were drafted by the Bucks, just say like I feel like Aaron Gordon would be would know exactly what he needs to be right now. He'd be like a, a perfect piece to to something. But the the Magic just never had a plan for what he was, and it, ch- it changes every year. And then it just it just you end up stunting this kid's career. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, Poor, like not even poor magic. They they've never had a plan. They've been in the lottery every year, like of my life. I feel like other than when Dwight was there, and it's it's just it's bad. Yeah, yep, that's a bad one. All right, I'm gonna move on from that dumpster fire to uh, another dumpster fire. The New York Knicks. Oh yeah. And I had uh, this is when you go to like. A, a fancy bar with your friend that's into fancy bars. And How many fancy bars have a, you have you ever walked through? A, a couple, and I was out of place. Um, <laughs> it was an but I got like a super fancy cocktail with an expensive type of alcohol, and none of that really matters because, like, Porzingis is the only thing that I really care about, and I'll just take Porzingis straight if you have it. Yeah. And I think. At a place like that, there a place. If you get to the right level of pretentiousness in a bar, and you just said, "I'll take a Porzingis straight," they would have to kind of take you seriously and just try and assu- <laughs> assume 
that they knew what to what to make. Um, yeah, Caleb, when you when you ask for a straight Przingis, what do you get? Uh, uh, New York bar. It's, it's something that you've never heard of before. Yeah, it's yeah. just a it's a it's the unicorn of alcohol. Yeah, it's the Rocky Mountain oyster of drinks. It comes in a glass that's yeah. like that is taller than your head. You have to look up to it, um, <laughs> and and like hits on people on Instagram and like it 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 has a lot going on. But yeah. my my drink and Caleb's drink go along very well. I actually did a little bit of research, and by a little bit of research, I mean um, Googled twice. But what was the national liqueur of uh, Latvia? Chris Al Porzingis' mm. home country. It's called Riga no Black uh, Balsam. And I'll just read you the first line. It's a traditional Latvian herbal liqueur made with many different natural ingredients mixed in pure vodka, giving a 45% ABV. It can be hot as it is on the rocks or mixed with schnapps, akvavit, which God knows what that is, or vodka or warm in tea, coffee, or black currant juice, or mixed with soda water or a soft drink or in any variety of cocktails. It is also occasionally wow. enjoyed as a topping on ice cream. I'm just continuing to read here. The drink itself is black and very bitter, but with a dynamic as Christoph's Porzingis. Distinct sweetness. Exactly, Caleb. Christoph's Porzingis is like he he is modern basketball. If done correctly, like like just just yeah. put him in the right situation, it's going to work. But for but this is the wrong situation. Well, we'll see here. They they, <laughs> they did step one correctly in getting rid of of Carmelo, but uh, the infrastructure there is just no, so. No, no, step one was getting rid of Phil. Well, step yeah, one was getting rid of James idea. Dolan, so they're actually way behind there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, Chris S. Porzingis is all that matters. You have you have this like yeah. you have a queen on a chessboard when everyone else, the best thing they have left is a Bishop. Like he is, he is so capable if put in the right situation to thrive and to be like this, this franchise changing cornerstone. He's, he's like Embiid minus some athleticism, but plus like the durability um, and minus some defensive ability, but he, he's, he can do so much, but he hasn't been focused on at all since he's got to, um, to New York, I think like the Instagram videos he posts of himself working out, like the Knicks are watching those, being like, "Oh my God, we should have like been having this kid do stuff the entire time." Um, so yeah, he he's he's all that matters, and he's gonna work for somebody. But the Knicks have got to figure out the system that he's gonna play in. Yeah, for sure. All right, um, who's up on this one? I think you are. Is it me? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um. Last year, I watched a lot of Knicks basketball. I guarantee. It was I wonder why. You. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, D Rose. That's that. Reason. Like I said, the only American that still believes in D Rose. It's possible. What other but, co- What other uh, country believes in D Rose? Say again. I don't. I don't know. Well, Ch- you, you, you said the only Chicago's a country, right? Chirac, like but that. yeah, the the only American yep. that believes in in D Rose. Anyways. Um, my comparison was Honey Jack whiskey because I hate that stuff. <laughs> it's my least favorite alcohol of all time. Um, and last year watching them, I I feel so bad for Knicks fans. Like I, I get what it means to be a Knicks fan, and that's that's the worst team in basketball as far as I'm concerned. Like just as an organization, top to bottom. Oh yeah. I have no idea what they're doing. We've already covered and, who the worst team in basketball is, but the worst organization for sure. Or worst organization. Yeah. yeah. 
Do we like Frankie Smokes, though? Mm, not really. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I can't even say anything. I was kind of high on him at the beginning, and uh, I, I don't, I don't think he's going to be a special player. I like the idea of him, but something, something about like Phil Jackson, kind of like looking into Kristaps and then thinking like he's some European prospect whisperer, and just being like, yeah, I'm going to take him just because that worked for me, uh, scares me a lot. Like, like. Phil Jackson had no idea what he was doing and for his swan song to be to, to like push for Frankie not even try last name smokes I I think that that's a bad sign yeah I agree but he I mean he has the pieces like he's long and and has potential but um could be a while I mean I heard they're gonna try him maybe at the two and you're in desperate need of a one so like pfft. If he if he pans out as a two, like I guess that's fine. But they have zero point guards. Can he like, shoot? They just signed, uh, supposedly, but I didn't think he could. Um, yeah, no one yeah, knows. I, yeah. So, but I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's going to be the piece that turns the corner. Yeah. Do they have their it. pick again this year? It's a good uh, question. I don't know who they would have given I would it to. So. Yeah, I think yeah. they do. Okay. Well, that that's something to look forward to, Knicks fans. Yeah. 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 Hang in there, Knicks fans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, who picked the Knicks? Was that that was Caleb? Yeah. Okay. No, I I didn't pick. The Wait, Knicks. was it? Oh yeah, I did pick the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, careful with that cider there. I'm gonna pick the <laughs> the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. I I like I. Gotta admit, Why? I'm a, I'm a fan, uh, not of this. Well, kind of of this team because I know we are the official podcast of Karis Levert as a as a team, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, if nothing else, we we support Karis Levert, but the 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 Brooklyn Nets to me are Edward Forty Hands. They oh. are not going anywhere as you are if you're playing Edward Forty Hands. You literally don't have hands. You cannot open doors. You cannot drive vehicles. You shouldn't drive vehicles. You can't you can't, can't even go to the bathroom. You really. can't really even go to the bathroom. You literally need friends to help you go to the bathroom. Um, you're stuck and you're drinking something that sucks like really badly. Um, but you're having a good time. Like it's impossible to have a bad time when you're playing every forty hands when it's kind of on your own volition. So who who on this Nets roster is having a good time? I want to know your all these here. guys that should never be playing in the NBA who get to play in the NBA. <laughs> They're just happy to be on a roster. Karis Levert Joe is, Harris stoked. is stoked out of his mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's in the Isaiah Whitehead? Are you kidding me? Like. Yeah. It's it's like when Tony Roden was the starting point guard for for Philly that year. He was so stoked and no one told Tony that that team was supposed to lose every game and picked him because they wanted to lose every game. Um <laughs> like it, it's a, it's a it's a dream situation for for a bunch of young kids who are just trying to to show what they can do in the NBA. Yep. Yeah. Um, I had I had a uh for the Nets uh a warm shot that's been sitting on the 
the counter or table or wherever you're pre-gaming that someone forgot to take and you noticed it, so you just went for it. Wounded wow. soldier. Because this, it, it's just terrible. Everyone knows it's yeah. terrible. As soon as you pick up that shot, everyone's like, what are you doing? And it's like, as soon as you turn on a Brooklyn Nets game, it's like, what are they doing? Yeah, or, yeah. Wh- or what are you doing watching a Brooklyn Nets game? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Huge Jeremy Lin fan. Yeah. Yeah, what is going on there? Unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's going to have, like, he's going to average over 20 this year. What? I, I think be crazy. He, he was so good with Charlotte when he played and has, like, been slowly trending up. He just, like, has been hurt a lot. Mm, I don't know. I don't well, think his, his hair hurts my eyes. True. <laughs> that it Tough does. to overcome. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm big on Lynn. But I I don't know. I, yeah. I think... Are we, are we over D'Angelo Russell? I mean... I don't really like him as a player, but uh, or like I don't like his skill set, I guess. But I think he's he's a fine player. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's the most exciting thing the Nets have had in the last five years. Yeah. Besides Quincy AC. Still there, I think. <laughs> and Reggie Evans going for twenty five rebounds a game. I think I think Reggie Evans uh, is like Quincy AC's like not dad, but like uncle like they're they're Step definitely dad. yeah he's a special sure. related yeah they, yep. they're they're related um yep. and like reggie just looks at quincy ac and is like god damn if i could <laughs> jump like you kid uh, <laughs> also trevor booker's on that roster and they're both kind of similar i think trevor booker's on every, awesome. every roster like he's, he's okay, just, we've, we've spent way too much time on the nets i haven't Let's even given my my alcohol <laughs> yet. exactly way too much time <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I said. I said. Uh, I'll make this quick. I said they're Everclear because they're there's It serves a purpose, but it's gonna be rough, and uh, that embodies Everclear. So, yeah, that's what they are. All right. Just not in Jello form. Yes. Yeah. Great. Straight. Uh, Jordan, you are up. I think we only have a, like a couple teams left. Maybe four. Yeah. I got. Yeah, three or four. Okay. Um, let's go with the Raptors. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. What I say about the Raptors? Uh, they're, I mean, they got two guys, basically, to me. Um, so they're, they're Roman Coke. I, I like Roman Coke, but you know what you're getting. Um, it's kind of hard to mess that up. Like, I think they're pegged for, you know, a three through five. And <clears throat> the stronger, the better, as far as I'm concerned, for Roman Coke. So more Lowry, more DeRozan. Whenever you can use them, you, you have to, because I don't know what other options you have. More more twenty yeah. foot fadeaways, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's just efficient enough. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh my my rapper's pick, kinda kinda similar explanation was you know what you're getting, so I went with course light. Uh mm. I mean it's it's the same team we've seen for what, the last three or four years now. Yeah. We I mean, know exactly. what they're capable of. And they're capable of not beating LeBron James. So it's looking like that's going to happen again this year. Uh, It also seems like the top of the East got better. And the Raptors literally did nothing. Yeah, they got worse. So I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know how that, you know, makes them any more of a contender. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think we're, we're pretty much all in the same zone here. I, I, 
I have never had the situation, and I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I've always wanted to just be able to walk into any establishment and say the usual, and everyone knows what I'm talking about, and I get exactly what I want. The Raptors are going with the usual. Like, it's it's the same same story, DeRozan, Lowry, win 50, 50 games, gut it out, Dwayne Casey, great defensive coach, doesn't really understand, like, three-pointers or anything like that, um, but... Yeah. Either, either does DeMar DeRozan. So <laughs> yeah, they're, they're perfect. He for... understands them. He just he just can't do them. Yeah, it, this could be the year. Like uh, I would love it if if DeRozan just said, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna waste thirty percent on my or point three percent on my or point oh three percent on my my field goal percentage, but I'm gonna shoot a bunch of threes this year and see what happens. Would love it, but uh, don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, uh, their over under is forty seven and a half. What do you think about that? I mean, Vegas is pretty spot on, I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they won yeah. 51 last year. I don't know. It's Jakob Pertle time. Yeah, it seems like right. It seems like right in that area. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Raps are boring. Moving on. <laughs> uh, is it is it my pick? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Washington Wizards. And my drink of choice here was solely because of John Wall, so I went for the vodka Red Bull. Ooh. I think we can all agree that vodka Red Bulls are a good time, and I think we can also all agree that John Wall is a good time. Uh, and I'm also a good time on three or four vodka Red Bulls, so that seemed it seemed like the right pick. It's a lot of vodka. Yeah. It's a lot of Red Bull. A good time slash liability slash, you know. John Wall, John Wall plays like he's had a, a few vodka Red Bulls. Yeah. He does. He is he is a, a phenomenal. Like, getting getting seven games of him and Beal last year in that, that Celtic series was, was a treat for everyone involved. Um, oh. I have a vodka Red Bull team when we do our Western Conference teams, so stay tuned on that. And also a, red, a vodka Red Bull story. Uh, so So keep that in mind both you and listeners. Um, so my my Wizards comparison is that the Wizards are five of your favorite beers or drinks. You pick, whatever they are. But you are trying to get after it, and all you have is these five drinks. And it's just, it's not, it's not going to do you. It's, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be great. It's going to taste amazing. And you're like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. But you want six, you want seven. Uh, and you want the Wizards to be better than they are, but they just have a ceiling. And again, that ceiling is as <laughs> for ninety five percent of the league is is also true. You're not better than LeBron. You're not better than the Warriors, and you might not even be better than than the Celtics. Um, and that's just very unfortunate for for such a likable team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar kind of like Toronto. They it seemed like they needed to make a big move and just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically the same thing I said. I said they're tequila with lime. It's kind of that two-headed monster with Wall and Beal. You could throw an auto porter there. I really like auto porter. Um, But, uh, yeah, you know what you're going to get exactly the same as the Raptors. But I think they're going to – it seems like a team who who puts more effort and energy forward than maybe the Raptors do, so it makes them a little more fun to watch. Yeah, I I think – their only way out of this is if Kelly Oubre takes a massive leap and therefore becomes a massive leap. 
Yeah, like like he's now a fifteen and seven guy. Uh, I again, I don't think this is gonna happen. Maybe even production wise, that might be impossible. But if if he just is is nailing corner threes and like he he's a good defender. Like he he bothered Isaiah Thomas before fouling him a lot last season. But um, he's got the tools, and I think if if they can make that happen and then flip. Probably him because his contract is so is so much more easy than Porter's is for something. Um, yeah. I think that that boogie team, this might be the boogie team. Mm. If there that, were ever John Wall, John Wall and Boogie, that could work. If there were ever a boogie yeah. whisperer, it is John Wall. It's true. It's true. He got Boogie to beat West Virginia, or actually lose to West Virginia in the Elite Eight or whatever it was, way back when. Yeah. So. Stay tuned on them. Um, we have one team left. Yeah. Caleb, your favorite team. Yeah. Wow. The Indiana Pacers. This is garbage. <laughs> this is garbage. Um, uh, the Indiana Pacers, to me, I w- this one took me a while. It wasn't easy. They are Keystone Light after Keystone Light rebranded. I don't know if you've seen their new logo, cans, boxes, all this stuff. Uh, they've gone away from this like classic, you know, looks like someone designed it in PowerPoint, uh, like logo design. And now it's like kind of like sleek and a little fancy, but it's still the same, you know, horse urine beer that it has always been. Um, delectable horse urine beer, but but still like very limited, very weak um, beer. And that's how I feel about Indy. They have these new jerseys like they got rid of Paul George and kind of re, you know, Larry Bird's gone, have this new, new team identity, but it's not really a good team identity or like a very clear team identity. And I don't think it's going to win more than 30 games. Like I I think, I think Indy's going to be sneaky awful this year. Yeah. I don't think there's anything sneaky about it. I think they're just going to be awful. Yeah, I, I think that, that people just assume like Indy's always going to be in the like the thirty five win range, just because that's like in their like franchise DNA. But I don't even think they have the the ability to do that. No, yeah, I'm with you there. And there's really nothing nothing to look forward to on this roster either. It's it's Miles Turner. It's like the yeah, he's the, the one piece. good pieces of uh, Oklahoma City, but without Westbrook. And, like, I guess Lance Stevenson thinks he's Russell Westbrook, so something could happen there, but it's not going to happen. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Jordan, who you got for for Indy? Uh, This is the team I had the hardest time with. Um, I went with one singular hungover mimosa. Um, (laughs) It's not what you're looking for. You're hungover. Was it expensive, too? Yeah, for sure. Yep. (laughs) It, there's just not enough alcohol. It's it never tastes as good as you're expecting. You still kind of like it, but you're not looking for it. And uh, yeah, this team this team's not gonna be good. I, I do like some of the pieces though. I'm a big uh, Victor Oladipo fan. Um, Lance Stevenson is always fun. I'm looking forward to him being on his old team for a whole year, maybe. And, um, and then probably playing and having the ball a lot. Yeah, like, <laughs> like being dependent right. on. And I'm a big fan of Miles Turner. I, I think I, I asked uh, Garrett, a buddy of ours, if um, 
who who he would take, Miles Turner, Kristaps, and he had a hard hard time uh, deciding there. And I think I would too. I'm really big on Miles Turner. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's hard to separate crazy. like that's height. a crazy thing to say. <laughs> if you haven't watched enough Knicks basketball, yeah, like, you got to go back and look because there's some times where he, I mean, I'm Chris telling you, is a talent, no doubt. But I think he Turner was ruined. Is ruined. Uh, I I like Miles Turner and Chris has Porzingis. I think all all guys who ten years ago would have been forced to play post and now can shoot and put it on the deck are are awesome, and I appreciate. Um, the NBA for for expanding the skill set of of guys like that. Um, yeah, Miles Turner is going to be a great second banana, but they don't have a first banana, and that is yeah the the or a third or fourth or fifth or sixth banana either. In in uh, right. in this, you know, depending on your opinion of of Depot, but uh, yeah, who, who will be their go to guy? You think Lance? What really? <laughs> like if you ask them that same question, he would he would answer that. <laughs> Like me, that might be their response. But <laughs> do you think? Do you think it'll be Depot or Miles Turner? I think it's going to be putting way too much on Miles Turner. Is their is their plan? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have that to look it's, forward to. It's a bad choice either way. Like, yeah, Miles Turner's good, but Miles Turner isn't going to go out and win basketball games by himself. He needs yeah. help. Yeah, they need they need to draft Paul George again. Like whoever the the you know. I don't know, UTEP kid who only averaged 13 a game, but boy, is he long and athletic and turn him into a, a, a star so that he can leave again. That's what they need to do. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the 15 Eastern Conference teams. That's It's kind of a depressing bunch. The East is like, there's there's some fun in there, but not nearly as much fun as the West, I would I would say. It's, it's just a Celtics-Cavs collision course, and I think everyone knows it. Yep. Yeah, and then everyone else is going Bucks. going to the homebrew with uh, with the Bulls. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Bad one. Yeah. Uh, well, this is fun, gentlemen. I think I think we we had some good good selections here. Any any favorites from from what other people said? I I really enjoyed our our uh, Bulls response. Just we all I, we're right on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. I I, I don't think really talk about it too much more. <laughs> anything I don't know if anything can top. I don't actually know what a Tom Collins is. That was <laughs> um, both because it was yeah. a funny thing to say and completely true about the Orlando Magic as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah, no, well, it was a good time. Yeah, we'll do this again for the West uh, sometime shortly. Um, and so yeah, this was NBA Bartender Eastern Conference Edition.